Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Cheryl Selman, and welcome to What Women Must Know. As always, it's such a pleasure to have you join me on the show where we have in-depth conversations that are so inspiring and uplifting and profoundly educational. You know, for me, the most important thing in life is getting knowledge and being able to expand one's horizons. And that really is what the purpose of the show is about. It's allowing you to gain more wisdom, more insight, so you can make more informed decisions for yourself and for your family, community. And that's what empowerment is all about. So if you would like to get these uh, shows and uh, receive the archive shows, I just want to remind you, you can um, you can uh, like me over on my Facebook page, which is What Women Must Know. You can opt into my website, which is Dr. Cheryl Selman, that's drcherylselman.com, or you can go to Spotify or Podbean. Uh, all those archive shows are readily available to, um, to for many of those outlets. So, um, okay, I'm going to jump into things today because this is part two of my enlightening conversation that I had last week with Dr. Thomas Levy. And uh, we covered so much information, but we didn't cover everything, and that's why he was so generous with his time to come back today, because we're talking about the power of nebulizing with hydrogen peroxide for health and healing. So if you are not sure what nebulizing is all about, if you don't understand the um, profound benefits of hydrogen peroxide and then the combination of nebulizing with hydrogen peroxide, you absolutely must listen to the show and share it with your wider community because it's a game changer for your health. And uh, before I jump in, I just want to share uh, Dr. Levy's bio with you. He's a board-certified cardiologist and a bar-certified attorney. After practicing adult cardiology for 15 years, he began to research the enormous toxicity associated with much dental work. And as the pronounced ability uh, and as well as the pronounced ability of properly administered vitamin C to neutralize this toxicity. He has now written 13 books with several addressing the wide ranging properties of vitamin C in neutralizing all toxins and resolving most infections, as well as its vital role in the effective treatment of heart disease and cancer. Others address the important roles of dental toxicity and nutrition in disease and health. Inducted into the Orthomolecular Medicine Hall of Fame in 2016, Dr. Levy continues to research the impact of the orthomolecular application of vitamin C and antioxidants in general and on chronic degenerative diseases as well. His ongoing research involves documenting that all diseases are different forms and degrees of focal scurvy arising from increased oxidative stress, especially intracellularly, and that they all benefit from protocols that optimize the antioxidant levels in the body. So, um, first of all, let me welcome Dr. Levy to the show. It's so good to have you back, and thank you so much for being so generous with your time so we can continue this important conversation. Well, uh, happy to come back, Cheryl. Happy to be here. You know, um, you have just been uh, such an inspiration because, you are totally dedicated to really serving humanity 
And and you made some drastic changes in your life, as you shared last time, leaving your practice in cardiology to work with Dr. Hal Huggins, who was a pioneer and true hero in understanding this connection of the mouth and the health of the mouth and the overall health of our body, and then working with uh, the power of vitamin C. But you're, you, know, you continue to research and you continue to bring forth uh, profound knowledge and information, as only you can do, because you've just been doing this for so long. And that's why last show we talked about vitamin C and hydrogen peroxide, but we only got to the vitamin C portion of the conversation. So it's time to jump into nebulizing with hydrogen peroxide, because that's a whole other story. Unfortunately, we have the entire show to discuss it. And I, um, I you know, I... I interviewed, I interviewed way back, beginning of COVID, and we talked about many things, including nebulizing hydrogen peroxide. But we have much more time to get into depth because I've realized, Dr. Lee, that there's so much more that people need to know and can benefit from by having a nebulizer at home and, and a bottle of hydrogen peroxide at their beck and call for so many issues. So... Um, so let's jump into this, and I, I guess the beginning of this conversation is how did you first get introduced to hydrogen peroxide, and, and what actually is it? Probably some six or seven years ago, I was in the middle of doing my research for my book, Magnesium Reversing Disease, and I came across a section that talked about nebulizing uh, magnesium chloride and other forms of magnesium to deal with uh, lung issues, asthma, this, that, or the other. And that piqued my interest because, although I can't say it's that well established because it is, nebulization is a long-standing procedure, but not one that many people use, okay, which is something that should change. Well, in any event, I also then later on ran across in looking at nebulization, the fact that some individuals and studies were looking at the nebulization of hydrogen peroxide for a lot of different uh, situations. Now, I already knew, of course, that hydrogen peroxide was a powerful antipathogen, but what I didn't realize at the time was that it's also one of the most natural molecules in the body. Uh, in any event, I had a great deal of problem with chronic colds, sinus infections, these type of issues my entire life, really. And in the course of continuing my research for magnesium, I decided to start nebulizing with hydrogen peroxide and the many other combinations of things. But the pivotal substance was 3% hydrogen peroxide. And <laughs> it's a little silly, maybe, but it's very scientific, actually, is... Uh, the first time I nebulized hydrogen peroxide, uh, early one afternoon, the next morning, and this is at the ripe old age of maybe about 67 or so, I had the most incredible bowel movement of my life, the likes of which I'd never had before in my life. And it was like an oh my God moment. Uh, the, just everything about it, uh, I won't go into very vivid detail except to say that it was something I had never experienced before in my life, and I got to thinking. I said, well, what on earth happened? Why did this happen? 
And then I said, well, you nebulize with hydrogen peroxide the day before. And you always have colds. Did you always have issues with coughing? Uh, it must be, or possibly so, that the hydrogen peroxide cleared up a lot of pathogens and toxins that you've been chronically swallowing. Uh, and that once you stop this, the bowels recovered. Well, now, that was precisely what happened, and I have a lot more data now to show why that was what happened, because as it turns out, virtually everybody who has never had a specific biofilm eradicating pathogen-killing measure, which is hydrogen peroxide nebulization, not an antibiotic, if they had a cold five years ago, they still have a nose and throat that's chronically coated with these pathogens and protected by a biofilm. And they can feel perfectly normal, no cough, no cold, baseline good health, whatever they consider their good health to be. But what's happening in the presence of this chronic pathogen colonization is they're swallowing 24-7. So they're swallowing pathogens, they're swallowing exotoxins, they're swallowing endotoxins, they're swallowing pro-oxidant toxic metabolic byproducts as the pathogens break down, and not the least of which they're swallowing a large amount of elemental iron or, or, or small volume of iron that comes because pathogens use iron to proliferate. So this is like an incredible cannon blast of oxidative stress 24-7 on your gut. And the gut just reacts the way you would expect it to. The microbiome overgrows with the new pathogens that come in. The toxins worsen that microbiome. The toxins attack the ileum and the leak and the, uh, and the area that uh, permits nutrient uptake so that you start developing the leaky gut syndrome. <clears throat> and this brings everything else into play. Well, uh, as it turned out then, I didn't realize at the time what was going to happen during the pandemic. But let me tell you, I was in uh, Columbia, South America, uh, about three hours before the – three hours, excuse me, <laughs> three months before the pandemic started. And uh, I, one of my wife's girlfriends was uh, over visiting us, and she had a pretty good cold. And so I said, here, nebulize with this peroxide, because I knew it was good for colds and flu. I already knew all that. And I said, here, take this. And, man, she stopped coughing in a minute or two, felt really good several minutes later. Uh, I said, well, take the nebulizer home, do it do it the rest of the day and tomorrow. And she was 90% better at 24 hours and 100% by 48 hours. So let's go to the last part of the trip. I'm getting ready to leave. And she said, please, 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 can you leave the nebulizer here? And, you know, it's a $30 nebulizer and 50 cents worth of peroxide. So I said, sure, go ahead, that's fine. Well, what I didn't know was going was gonna to happen stunned me because fast forward a year, nine months into the pandemic, and then I have occasion to talk to my wife's friend again. And this is a young gal. This She's in her 20s, 30s. Talk about a brilliant young lady. She became the doctor of her barrio. I mean, now when I say barrio, I mean a poor area in County Columbia. So they didn't have anything. They had the roof over their head, but that's about it. 
They did their vitamin C. They did their vitamin D. They did their ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. They didn't have anything at all with which to treat COVID. And she, over the course of that nine months, encountered 20 people quite desperately ill with COVID, with severe shortness of breath. And she devised an intense treatment program with the peroxide nebulization and had them nebulize 30 minutes three times a day, 90 minutes of nebulization a day, which is a lot, but here's the kicker. Within five days, all 20 were completely cured. Now, bear in mind, this is not something I could have ever done in the States, and I could never have known that peroxide nebulization could be that effective by itself because I would have been obliged to put somebody on everything else that I could, the vitamin C and all the ivermectin and all the other things. But this was all that was available. And vitamin hydrogen peroxide nebulization by itself as a monotherapy was able to cure advanced COVID 20 out of 20 cases. <clears throat> and I went ahead and wrote up a little article on that. Then that really stimulated my interest big time in the peroxide nebulization, and I subsequently wrote my book, Rapid Virus Recovery, and the discovery mission of facts and data on, on hydrogen peroxide was mind-numbing. What do I mean by that? Well, lots of dots, lots of lay people, the mainstream press, they say, oh, you're, you're inhaling bleach, you're doing this, you're doing that, all this sort of crazy crap. Well, as it turns out, uh, Cheryl, Hydrogen peroxide is one of the most common molecules already existing inside your body. You have H2O, water. You have O2, oxygen. And you have H2O2, hydrogen peroxide. It's so common that up to 5% of the oxygen that you inhale with every breath that you take gets incorporated and newly synthesized hydrogen peroxide inside the body. So it's very common. And why is it there? That's the other point. It's there because hydrogen peroxide is your body's natural defense mechanism against pathogens. Even in the respiratory cells lining the lungs, these cells actively make and secrete hydrogen peroxide into the airspace. So you have some hydrogen peroxide waiting for every new pathogen you inhale. Of course, if you have a big pathogen exposure, that's more than the body could deal with, and, and you need some help. Uh, and, but in this case, it turns out, and this is the amazing part, I mean, if you're religious, this is not designed by God. If you're not religious, it's designed by nature, but it's truly the perfect therapy. What do I mean by that? Number one, it kills all pathogens knocks them down. No problem. Outside the body, inside the body. Kills all pathogens. Number two is, when it finishes doing its job, it breaks down into two substances. You know, most things do something and then break down into toxic metabolites. In the case of hydrogen peroxide, it breaks down into oxygen and water, which is absolutely ideal because if you had a condition for a certain period of time, after all the pathogens are gone, the underlying tissue is a bit inflamed and damaged. And what's the perfect thing to heal a tissue once the pathogens are gone? It's water, meaning hydration. 
and it's oxygen, meaning oxygenation. And as if that's not enough, the water also helps you mobilize your secretions and cough out the pathogens that you killed. So it's absolutely the most incredible ideal therapy that there is. Now, that's just from a scientific point of view. From a practical point of view, it's perhaps even more ideal because it's absolutely non-toxic unless, as long as you take it according to recommended uh, routes and recommended doses. I mean, even prescription drugs properly prescribed and taken as prescribed kill 100,000 people a year. Taken the way it's advised, this never causes any problem at all. Some people might be sensitive or cough and sneeze. You lower the concentration. But bottom line is <clears throat> it does the job, and it does the job quickly. And it's A, incredibly cheap, B, literally available everywhere on the planet, even in the poorest countries that exist. C, does not require a doctor. D, does not require a clinic or a hospital. E, does not require any assistance from somebody else. So you have something that, had it been properly embraced, single-handedly would resolve the entire COVID problem just as it started. Now, as it turned out <clears throat> with the vaccinations and a lot of other things, we're running into problems with COVID that go beyond pathogens. So I'm not sure in the long run how many people are going to get over their chronic COVID, but like any other acute respiratory tract infection, if you start with that hydrogen peroxide ionization, you rapidly resolve the circumstance. You rapidly resolve it, and at the same time, believe it or not, you increase your blood oxygenation. It's like you're having a poor man's nasal cannula of oxygen when you just put 3% hydrogen peroxide and start nebulizing and inhaling. You very rapidly increase your percentage of oxygen in the blood by 2 and even 3% or more. So all of these come together. <clears throat> we also did a study after the book came out uh, with some doctors in Uganda, and they literally had a group of over 4,000 people working in COVID hospitals where all they did was tell the people to do a quick gargle with vitamin C and shoot a, 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 a CC or two up the nose, sniff it, that's it, once a day. None of those people got COVID, whereas a huge number of those who were given the option to that didn't do it did get COVID. So it not only prevents it, it cures it. There's not really much more you could ask from a substance. Well, it's such an amazing story because, first of all, our body makes hydrogen peroxide. I don't know how many people know that, but, you know, that was – you know, so, so profound to realize that our, our the intelligence of this body is creating this healing molecule, right? That's correct. Yes, ma'am. You know, and 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 so um, what we're but but it but it can get overwhelmed and depleted because it's dealing with so many toxins. And I want to go back to what you said early on because I think it's so important for people to understand, if you had a history of um, 
uh, chronic infections, chronic na na nasal infections, sinus infections, whatever kind of infections, throat infections, and even taking antibiotics, you were talking about the creation of biofilm. But just to define that a bit more for people who don't understand what a biofilm <coughs> is and why antibiotics predisposes you to create this biofilm layer that is very hard to penetrate and resolve in normal circumstances. Sure, that's a good question. And, and the thing is, is, and I'm sure most people don't realize it, I seriously think most doctors don't realize it, is when you have pathogens free-floating in the blood, then an antibiotic or another antipathogen can attack the bug, no problem at all, and if it's the right choice, knock it out. But what uniformly happens is after a pathogen settles from the blood onto a tissue, onto a mucosal surface, literally within 24 hours, those pathogens secrete substances uh, that absolutely coat the pathogens. So it's literally like a pathogen condominium. They they, they they nestle on your mucosal surface. They create their own little structure to prevent themselves from being eradicated. And from that point on, unless you come in with an intervention that's capable of dissolving a biofilm and then capable of killing the pathogens, as crazy as it might sound, you are going to have that, bi that chronic pathogen colonization covered by a biofilm for the rest of your life until you do an intervention that's capable of stripping it away. And to date, there are no, zero, zero prescription drugs that are capable of doing this. Uh, hydrogen peroxide can do it. I believe DMSO can do it. Possibly iodine, and there are a few other things. But I really don't go into all those other things because why look for a dozen different answers to a solution when you have the one ideal solution looking in front of you, which is the hydrogen peroxide of the right concentration. Now, <clears throat> I told, I mentioned earlier about what happened when I first nebulized hydrogen peroxide. Well, since I've written my book and I make myself open to anybody who wants to send me an email, the feedback I've gotten is incredible. I, I had one email that said uh, uh, from a doc that said she had uh, two patients that had chronic diarrhea for a year, young ladies, and within a week or two of starting the peroxide nebulization, that completely ceased forever, complete resolution. Then there was another lady who wrote me and talked about her 16-year-old son who had Crohn's disease. And for those who don't know Crohn's disease, Crohn's disease is a debilitating intestinal inflammatory disease, causes chronic diarrhea, chronic pain, just about any chronic GI symptom you can have, is considered to be incurable, and is really not much affected by the many prescription drugs that they use. Her son has been sick for years, so she started him on the peroxide nebulization, he rapidly felt better, and within a month or two, he went completely symptom-free, got back all of his energy, got out of bed, started going to school, got into sports, got into athletics, and became a new person from a disease that is not supposed to be curable. Another almost incurable disease, fungal infections. 
Okay, where does a fungal infection come from? Basically, it comes from an abnormal microbiome in your gut that grows over, comes out with some fungi, <clears throat> passes your leaky gut, and then gets them through your body. And then you spill fungal antigens in the urine. Well, this particular lady wrote me back, and I mean, she said, Dr. Levy, thank you, thank you, thank you. Her entire family had been dealing with black mold illness for many years. They had moved from their house at least once. They were on every type of supplement you could imagine to take. They avoided all gluten, did everything they could. The kids had been hospitalized several times, and some of them had been on the intensive care unit with this fungal illness. And she said it all changed after the first nebulization for all of them. And within a few nebulizations, was virtually resolved. Uh, a colleague of mine, Dr. Ron Honeyhack, he had a positive uh, fungal antigen, and as soon as he started nebulizing, he not only noted the change in stool that I mentioned about, he also noted that that fungal antigen quickly disappeared. So we're talking about something <clears throat> that, if you look worldwide right now, uh, uh, Cheryl, there are very few areas in medicine that is getting more attention than the chronically abnormal gut, the abnormal microbiome, take lots of probiotics, avoid this food, avoid that food, and we're talking about something, and I'm not saying this is going to be the case for everybody, but I just gave you four, at least four, good examples of how quickly the gut will heal itself when you strip away and kill the pathogens that you're swallowing on a daily basis. And why is this also important? It's also important because people that deal with these gut issues, the doctors that deal with these gut issues know the worst thing you can have for dealing with a chronic illness anywhere in your body is to have a leaky gut allowing toxins and pathogens to come into your body on a regular basis uh, across the ileum and cause toxicity and more infections throughout your body. So it makes, it, it's enough of the disease by itself, but it makes all of the diseases worse. And this is why when somebody has any disease at all, I don't care what the disease process is, I say whatever you do, and there's lots of things you can do for different diseases, whatever you do, make a course of hydrogen peroxide nebulization part of that because to any degree that it can help normalize your gut, and most people's guts are not normal, to any degree that you can normalize the gut, the other disease is going to get better as well. So this is so profound. You know, as you're talking, there's so many points um, that come to mind to, to ask you about. Um, I'll go back to the black mold um, feedback you got, that testimonial. There's so much interest now in mold being an uh, underlying cause of many compromised health issues. And black mold is such a dangerous toxin and mold, it, it actually can kill people. I know people who have died from exposure to black mold that's in, you know, in your home. If there's a leak or something going on in your roof, getting into the walls, and it penetrates. And it's, a, it's, it's a terrible um, mold because it's just so difficult to heal in the body and so dangerous. So when you're sharing that testimonial of that person being able to heal from black mold 
poisoning and toxicity, that's, that's remarkable right there. That's a huge story, right? No question. I mean, the only traditional medications for, for mold are horribly toxic antimicrobial drugs. I mean, they're horribly toxic. And I don't even know that the, that the connection has been clearly made for people who are spilling uh, fungus antigens in their urine that the reason is because it's growing in their gut and passing across a leaky gut. I mean, you don't spontaneously acquire uh, fungi or fungus infections that disseminate into your blood and throughout your body until they have a major portal. And that major portal is, again, an inflamed, pathogen-overgrown, toxic gut, uh, continuing to keep the gut leaky so that uh, large amounts of proteins and large amounts of other things like pathogens and large toxins can cross what should be blocking them with ease. And they get into the system, into the lymphatic system, into the blood. We now know, for example... <clears throat> In my personal opinion, and I cover this in the book Rapid Virus Recovery, is that all chronic diseases, all of them, have some degree of on-site chronic pathogen colonization in the affected tissue. Why is that? That's because all disease is too many oxidized biomolecules, nothing else. Which biomolecule, uh, protein, enzyme, sugar is oxidized because oxidation inactivates the biomolecule. So when you have a flood of toxins coming in, you oxidize these biomolecules and you cause a disease. Well, what does it take to get over that disease? It takes two things. It takes more antioxidants to come in, repair the oxidized biomolecules and give their electrons back again. And it also requires turning off the faucet and stopping the new toxins and new pathogens from re-inflaming and re-oxidizing those biomolecules. And that's why chronic diseases don't get better. They don't get better because they have on-site in the tissue generation of toxins that makes it impossible for you to take enough antioxidants to overwhelm it and cure it. If you have a disease that's due to a one-time, a one-time dose of toxicity or pathogens, and then it's wiped out, just taking a large amount of good antioxidants for several days to a week would cure the disease. Obviously, we know this does not cure chronic diseases. We have in the literature, in Alzheimer's disease, for example, tissue specimens from patients taken with Alzheimer's disease from their brain, and in that neural tissue, they have a whole wide range of pathogens uh, living there, colonized there. Uh, including porphyromonas gingivalis, which is one of the most potent oral toxins there is. Remember, those are the toxins that originally you swallow, and they pollute the gut, inflame the gut, and cause dissemination throughout the body. So it's really a focal point for all disease that effective hydrogen peroxide nebulization can at the very least seriously disrupt if not in some people here completely. Let's let's um, let's um, focus a little bit on nebulizing. And for people who don't know what a nebulizer is or how it works or why, you know, I think most people are familiar with 
nebulizing because of children who have asthma and help them breathe. Right. And it's because it goes over the nose and the mouth. But let's talk about the device and what, you know, what, uh, what it does, why nebulizing particularly is so effective, and, and then the best kind, because uh, I know you said you have that little portable one, and I have a little portable one. So it's an inex- it, it can be an inexpensive device to own. It's not uh, a huge financial commitment. So people can easily have one nebulizer or more <laughs> in their home. <laughs> and as you were saying, it's something that can be used not just when we're sick, but to optimize our health as well. Absolutely. I mean, these days, uh, they make handheld models of nebulizers that use a different technology than the most common nebulizer. And that's fine if you have a little, you have extra money because they're more expensive, uh, and you want something that's very portable to carry around with you as you travel. That said, all the other nebulizers are simple air pumps. Uh, and they can be anywhere from fairly large tabletop models to fairly small models where you can actually recharge the battery inside it and sort of make it a portable nebulizer you can travel with as well. So, you, But bottom line is it's a simple air compressor, air pump. Most of them last indefinitely. And the really guts of it is you have a nebulization chamber that comes with all of it that blows the air into this chamber through the solution that you're trying to nebulize, and it basically blasts the solution against a hard surface that disrupts it into a fine mist-type gas. Uh, and that's all you're doing is you're just inhaling and respiring <clears throat> a gas form of whatever it is, liquid you have in the nebulization chamber. Uh, this... Uh, the number of things, if anybody wants to go on PubMed, for example, and type in nebulization, you'd be amazed the number of things that nebulization can treat, the number of different things that can be nebulized. That for the most part, modern medicine, I use that term advisedly modern, let's say contemporary medicine, uh, really doesn't use it all. Like, as you mentioned perfectly at the outset when you're asking me about this, the only time anybody thinks of nebulization is the uh, is the is the child is childhood asthma or something along those lines, where they're trying to give an asthmatic agent to a child with acute bronchospasm. But it does so much more than that, and it does it virtually always without causing any systemic toxicity because the concentration of what you use in nebulization is profoundly more dilute than anything you would take orally or anything you would give intravenously. And the number of the number of indications is phenomenal, okay? All variety of lung infections, a number of different reports in the literature of lung cancer with good nebulization, sometimes hydrogen peroxide, other times other agents. This gets the uh, cancer therapy right where you want it. You're not disseminating it throughout the body. You're going right at it in the lungs. Uh, so, so yes, there's a lot of different ways you could use it, uh, a lot of different things you can nebulize, a lot of different combinations you can nebulize. I mean, I, I mean, for the better part of a couple of years, I must have had about a dozen or so different things that I nebulized in just about all combinations, just seeing what worked well for me. And, and truly, it pretty much always came back to hydrogen peroxide. 
sometimes a dilute form of DMSO also helps. It is very calming to the to the uh, to the inflamed mucosa causing you want to cough. If you already have a cough and you're trying to quell it with hydrogen peroxide, oftentimes following the hydrogen peroxide with a nebulization of vitamin C, sodium ascorbate, and magnesium chloride, because those are both agents that as they go and tie the cell, they immediately reduce the inflammation inside the cell, make it less, much less irritable, and work to very quickly resolve the desire to cough. You know, it, it always comes back to that profound understanding that really there are simple solutions to uh, our health challenges. And um, be, because, uh, you know, we've relied on a different understanding and then supplying us with all these different drugs now, which just makes the problems that we have even worse and more chronic, um, you know, this is such a wake-up call for, for everyone, me included, I'm sure everyone listening, to realize that we, there has always been ways to heal the body that are simple and non-invasive. And I know hydrogen peroxide has been used for a long, long time before we had all the antibiotics and other medications. It, 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 was, it was a staple Oh, way back in time. I don't know how far back, not that far. <laughs> Certainly before antibiotics came on the scene, right? It's been known to be a powerful healing medicine. But it has one major setback. It has one super major setback. It's cheap. It's inconsequentially <laughs> of expense. Now, I don't say that cynically. Let me tell you why. I... Uh, without probably delving too much into the politics, the politics of which should be self-evident already to anybody who's been alive and awake and aware during the pandemic, uh, I wrote my book, Rapid Virus Recovery, centered around hydrogen peroxide nebulization in early 2021. And very quickly, it became a, a pretty good, pretty good seller on Amazon, close to a, a bestseller in its category. And so I would periodically, over the next few months, go in, see what the book was doing, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly, about, oh, seven months or so after it was on Amazon, I went on to Amazon, and it was gone. It was nowhere to be found. They took it off. And it still was available other places, Barnes & Noble and Walmart and a few other places. But Amazon, they took it away. Now, here's the question. Why? Well, let me tell you what also happened at the same time, and anybody can check me on this because it's there if they go to Amazon. At the same time, they stopped carrying my book. They started carrying seven. That's right, seven different new books entitled Rapid Virus Recovery. Now, why would you do that except for the fact that you want somebody who's interested in getting a hold of my valid information that can help them cure their COVID and instead just run across seven other publications that have a bunch of the standard drivel that's not going to do any good for you. I mean, at the same time all this was going on, they had lots of COVID books online on Amazon, lots of books telling you how horrible the vaccines are, all these side, vaccine side effects – 
uh, books by Mercola, by Kennedy, that all went into the uh, genocide implications of all that's going on. And none of those books were taken off. Yet they took off my little book on peroxide nebulization. And that begs the question, why? And my answer, and anybody else that's listening is free to supply their own answer, my answer is because I was giving the public something that could cure their COVID quickly and reliably for nothing. And that is, for anybody awake during the past pandemic, something that the powers that be were just not going to allow. Yes, that's definitely a sin. <laughs> we don't want that happening. <laughs> So, I think the word is also, the word is evil. The, the word is evil. 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 Absolutely. And so, and people were even copied. So, someone, someone, whoever, whatever, copied the title of your book, but gave totally different information in it, and therefore, that title remained, but wasn't your book. It wasn't your information. It was some other attempt to um, just. Yeah, I don't know, to sideswipe the public, I guess. Well, the other thing, too, from, from day one, I mean, I didn't anticipate Amazon doing that. From, from day one, I've, uh, even though it's available, I believe, as a Kindle, I'm not sure. Uh, from day one, I've uh, offered it as a free PDF download. So people, and to this date, we've had about at least 190,000 downloads yeah. of Rapid Virus Recovery in addition to whatever uh, books have sold. So, and that, and that offer stands. I mean, you're free to give the people that listen to this show my personal email, uh, and if they send me the email, on the email and say, you know, can you please send the information that you talked about with Dr. Selman on hydrogen peroxide and dealing with COVID and, and ways to try to survive during long-haul COVID, uh, I'll give them free downloads on all of this stuff. Well, since you're mentioning that, I'll give everyone your email address, and it'll be in the show notes as well. So um, Dr. Levy's um, email address is T for Tom, E for <laughs> your middle name, <laughs> Edward, Levy, L-E-V-Y, M-D, at yahoo.com. So that's just email. It's Dr. Levy at T. E. Levy, MD, at yahoo.com. And I have a copy of that book, and it's fantastic. And, you know, this just expands its use. And um, um, uh, I want to just go over all the benefits uh, in a minute, but the question I have right now is, um, is a 3%, a 3% hydrogen peroxide that you find in all the pharmacies, it's everywhere, and that's, 3%, Dr. Levy, is totally safe to use. It's not contaminated in any way. That was my question I've always had about the 3% on the shelf. Yeah, the, the regular 3% over-the-counter does have some preservative agents in it, uh, stabilizers, I think they call them. Uh, and let me just put it this way. There are no consequence to your general health uh, if you're using the peroxide nebulization for an acute infection. And they're probably of no consequence if you want to do it long term. But I tell anybody who's got concerns and got a little bit of money because uh, uh, a pint of regular peroxide costs um, 50 cents uh, and a pint of food-grade peroxide might cost $50. So there's a, there's a big difference in price. 
food-grade hydrogen peroxide is going to be pure, uh, and not, and if it's the peroxide nebulization is something that you plan on doing indefinitely from time to time, depending on circumstances, well, then that's a perfectly fine form of, of, of hydrogen peroxide to get, and you keep it in your refrigerator, it'll probably stay there indefinitely. But in terms of public health, in terms of the fact that you're knocking out an infection that could kill you or cause permanent long-term problems, long-haul COVID, the presence of those stabilizers is of no consequence at all. Yeah. Okay. So not really, it's nothing to worry about if you're going to use it. So in recapping, you um, want to use uh, a nebulized hydrogen peroxide when you have any sort of uh, infection going into your lungs um, because the fact that you create this mist and breathe it in, it's going up into the nasal cavity and down, but also you're covering your mouth, right, in most nebulizers, so you can breathe it in that way and get into the lungs, and very few things can get directly into the lungs to um, to address the problems at that, at that source, at that site. So that, to me, is profound right there, right? It's hard to get into the lungs deal with the infection. Well, that, of course, is ha absolutely correct, Dr. Selman, and I would add to that, and I want to reemphasize, because it's almost too profound to be true, and that is, once again, talking about the chronic pathogen colonization. If you had COVID and you're now over it uh, symptomatically, if you had a cold 10 years ago and you're over it, if you had the flu three years ago and you're over it, and you never did something to strip the biofilm out of your throat and the pathogens, you're going to have suboptimal bowel function, period, end of story. So this is why, and I mentioned it earlier, but in the context of what you just said, said when, do pe when should people do it? Everybody should do it a few times, okay? Even if you're extremely healthy, I'm going to tell you most people don't know what optimal health is. They just know that, well, I felt pretty good for a long time, but maybe they don't know what perfect vision is. Maybe they don't know what perfect energy is. Maybe they don't know what perfect bowel is. So we adapt to what we have, and for the most part, we make the most of it. But that's why I said earlier, no matter what your diagnosis is, you should at least include at least a one-time uh, course over several days of peroxide nebulization to depopulate the throat and nose of these pathogens because they're there whether you sense them or not. Okay, it's important to get them out of there because then not only do they pollute the gut, they make you more prone toward new infections. So it's a whole lot easier for a pathogen to flare up when it's already sitting in sight, in situ, on your mucous membranes, waiting for an additional infective assault, large dose of pathogens, stressful situations that will allow an infection to take place. So it's, I, I tell dentists, for example, I mean, what profession has a greater exposure to pathogens than dentists? I can't think of one. I mean, you're sitting in front of, 10, 12, 14 different miles for 6, 7, 8, 10 hours several times a week. And 
you could wear any mask you want. <laughs> That's not going to take care of this pathogen exposure. And so I say, look, Dr. X, at the end of your day, before you go home, go to your office, work on your charts, and put your nebulizer on for two or three minutes, tops. And since you don't have a clinical infection yet, but maybe you had a pathogen exposure, and maybe it's just starting to settle on the mucous membranes, two to three minutes of peroxide will knock that out, and you'll never get a cold or flu, much less COVID, because of the exposures that you had in your office. And certainly don't wait until the next morning. Like, do it at the end of the workday. Don't do it at the beginning of the day. Wow. So that's is that all that people need to do is just a few minutes? They want to um, begin a protocol if they're if they're just wanting to maintain their health, optimize their health. What? How often would you recommend it? And if someone has something more chronic, whether a cold or an infection going on, a sinus infection, how how often would they use it in that situation? Well, you pretty much outlined it there. You you you. If you have a condition, you treat it and you adjust frequencies, durations, times, etc., to the response of what it is that you're treating. Uh, if it's an infectious mm -hmm. disorder, you pretty much want to keep going until the infectious disorder is completely gone. If it's a chronic disease, you might reach a certain improvement and then over time realize that you're leveling off and then do it less frequently there. But... Uh, I find not only with hydrogen peroxide nebulization, but also with vitamin C, that when you start doing these things on a regular basis, <clears throat> you reach a new health intuition. So many people mm -hmm. just don't know, as I mentioned just a few moments ago, what normal energy is, what normal visual acuity is, uh, what normal mood is, lack of depression, clarity of thought. They just haven't had it their whole life, so they don't know what it is they're missing. But once they do these interventions for a few days and the light switch goes on like it never did before, then down the road they can tell when that perfect health is being threatened by a new infection because they get up the next morning and they don't feel bad, but they don't feel as perfect as they did the day before. And that's when you hit it hard again with uh, peroxide nebulization, because it's almost always an infection, upper respiratory tract infection that's hitting upon you, along with increased dosing of vitamin C like we discussed the last time. So do you think sometimes when people are nebulizing and are clearing out all these infections, they can get a bit of a Herxheimer reaction? And, you know, your body um, may, you know, have a, have a response to all the die-offs? Well, you know, a Herxheimer reaction is also a quantity-type reaction. By that I mean Herxheimer reactions occur when a large amount of pathogens uh, get killed all at once, release their free iron into the blood, and cause a massive quick pro-oxidant effect, toxic effect in the blood. You're probably not ever going to see that with nebulization because it's fairly dilute, it's fairly focal, and usually you don't have enough pathogens quantitatively uh, in your ear, nose, and throat to trigger that type of reaction. On the other hand, if you're uh, very ill with an advanced flu or something like that and you're 
your body is filled with pathogens, uh, then you have potential, not, not for sure, but you have the potential for having a Herxheimer reaction uh, when you say take the right antibiotic or take some intravenous application of hydrogen peroxide or take an ozo blood treatment or an ultraviolet blood therapy or even a hyperbaric oxygen treatment. All of those things can kill a lot of pathogens quickly and give the possibility of that. But it's generally a volume thing. How much am I quick killing how quickly that determines whether or not you have that type of temporary downturn. Okay, that's good to know. I think that's a question that people have. So just to recap, uh, some of these benefits you mentioned, I'm going to go through the ones that I took notes on and may have more to add, that I think are profound people really need to hear. So if you've had any previous infection or flu virus, then you probably have these biofilms. And, and biofilms are so amazing, aren't they? <laughs> because they create this coating that's impenetrable by most things except hydrogen peroxide. And they have this ability, all the bacteria that protect themselves with this coating um, can talk to each other and evade other um, therapies. But hydrogen peroxide can get through. I, I mean, I studied a bit about biofilms and they're, you know, they're pretty intelligent beings that create this protective shell around them. And they're yeah, they're, they're like they're like uh, microbial bulletproof condominiums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you've had antibiotics, that really is what's facilitating these biofilms, um, especially. So anyway, they can penetrate. Hydrogen peroxide can break into those condominiums and destroy these underlying pathogens that are, you know, that are, are compromising your health and wellness. It can, um, uh, the hydrogen peroxide can help with any lung or bronchial issue. It can help with um, clearing mold, including, as you, as you share that testimony, black mold, which to me is amazing. And anyone who has any gut issues of any sort or allergies or responses, it's all this dysbiosis in the gut that is basically this, the healthy microbiome are outnumbered by the unhealthy ones. And hydrogen peroxide goes in and clears that path as well. So those are some of the you know, things that really come out my, of it. perfect. It's my opinion, I like to clarify that, it's my opinion that um, this would uh, eliminate gluten sensitivity for many people. I can't give you a percentage. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a little different. But I'm very convinced now that this will improve gut function in everybody. Now, the question remains as to how much. I mean, you have lots of different factors that can affect your gut uh, when you're eating Regular enriched foods versus uh, organic foods. They have a lot of what's called metallic iron added to that food, believe it or not. And these are things that can keep your gut function deranged. Uh, for people that might have been caught off guard by that last statement, I can say go to YouTube and type in Dr. Levy Iron Video, and you'll be shocked and appalled and nauseated and disgusted by what you see. Wow. Uh. Well, this is such a, uh, a wake-up call <laughs> conversation. Um, I hope everyone is as inspired as I am to get your nebulizer out, get your 
50 cents of <laughs> hydrogen peroxide and, and use it. Try it out. Have it available. But I, I, I think it's something that we can incorporate into, um, a, a, you know, a, a, a protocol for our health and wellness on an ongoing basis, I guess is what I want to say. Not consider it peer, consider it periodic, periodic nasopharyngeal hygiene. There's really nothing else that's going to continue mm-hmm. to reset your nasopharynx back to a normal state because everybody accumulates these pathogens, which is why everybody sneezes, everybody uh, blows their nose, everybody has diarrhea, constipation. It's all coming from the same thing. So profound, so simple, um, so inexpensive a solution and so safe. So, um, Dr. Levy, thank you so much for sharing this, uh, you know, I, I think it's some of the most profound information I've ever heard, and for all the wonderful work you're doing and research and 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 um, validating this and getting it out there into the world, I want people to know if you are interested in learning more about uh, Dr. Levy, his uh, website is peakenergy.com, and his email address, if you'd like to uh, get his virus recovery book, just email Dr. Levy at T-E-L-E-V-Y, Levy, M-D, at yahoo.com. Um, hope you have a secretary that takes all those emails. <laughs> I'm sure you're inundated. Um, now, you're such a, a kind, um, a true hero in my, in my world, and I just want to thank you for this wonderful work that you so generously share with everyone. So it's just a blessing to have you here on the show and to have you here on the planet at this time. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Salbin. I appreciate the opportunity to to talk to your listeners, and the more people that hear this stuff, the better off the public health will be. It's that simple. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and uh, well, I guess it's time for us to go, so thank you again, and uh, everybody, get your nebulizers. Give it a go. Give some feedback to Dr. Levy when you have amazing results and add to the collection of testimonials. So thank you, Dr. Levy. We're heading off at the end of this program. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you all for listening. Once again, this is Dr. Cheryl Selman. You've been listening to What Women Must Know. And as I always like to say at the end of every show, always honor the wisdom of your feminine self. Bye for now. 